I was digging into the book for the last couple of days and such a good one. It's such a good one. And it's a topic that so many of our community members have been thinking about and talking about. And it's something that I think you make really accessible for people to explore because oftentimes when people think about their family history or their experience growing up, there's a lot of fear or anxiety around that or exploring it seems a little overwhelming. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that just at the beginning, because when we're thinking about doing family origins work, what are sort of the connotations that people have around that work? What is some like general feedback that you usually receive around it that our community probably can relate to? Yeah, right. I think a lot of people are so scared of opening up Pandora's box, right? They're like, just want to focus on the thing that I'm coming into therapy with. Can we solve this? And, you know, I obviously always go back to understanding a person's family system and how they grew up and what they saw and what they experienced. And every once in a while, I don't see new clients now, but you know, people come in and they're like, nah, I don't want to go. No, I'm not, I don't need to talk about it. I had a great childhood. I just want to focus on what's presenting in my life right now. And yeah, we don't push that. You don't force something, but eventually it always comes back to that. But Yeah, I think a lot of people have the concern that they're going to open up Pandora's box and there's going to be too much there. I think other people have gotten their relationships with their family to a certain point that feels okay right now. And so the idea of shaking that up is overwhelming. Maybe we have a deceased parent and the idea of coming into contact with something, naming something for the first time is yeah, it's overwhelming. What happens if I feel a different way about this person and they're no longer here? And probably one of the narratives that I hear the most is they did the best that they could with what they had. And that becomes the explanation. That becomes the way that they can reason Mm -hmm. what happened. And it's interesting because that all of these things are distractions away from us actually honoring our pain. That's the whole point of this book is to allow ourselves to name it, to be with it, to honor the experiences that we had. And we do such a good job of avoiding that. And I know it can feel overwhelming and scary. And I get why people want to avoid going there. And also that just keeps us in the holding pattern. You know, that's what I've seen. I've worked with, I've been saying this now for years, 20,000 hours of therapy, direct therapy. And I guess it's more than that now, but I've worked with individuals and couples and families for so long. And no matter how many times they try to get around it, right, we come back to this, like our pain wants to be felt. The things that are unresolved in our lives want to be resolved. And if you've ever found yourself in any type of unwanted pattern, maybe that's what's going on today, right? The unwanted patterns that you can't shake are tied to that which is unresolved in your past. And I take the framework of understanding our families. Obviously, there are other influences in our lives for sure. But yeah, I am a big believer that we must take a look at our families and we must take a look at our childhoods and to see the things that we observed and experienced and witnessed and how that's still running the show today. When you were talking about people will say they did the best with what they could. I remember my therapist was like, So if I said they did the best that they could with what they had, would you believe that? I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm like the person that's like, no one's doing the best that they can. with Like there's a part of me, like a little girl part of me that's like, no one's doing the best that they can. But in this, I loved in the book how you talked about 
it's really the firsts, mm-hmm. like it's the firsts of things. And I think that was really profound in thinking that and kind of contextualizing how these things are so impactful for us. So can you talk a little bit about that when we're thinking about the family of origins or sort of trauma or experiences that really shape us? How do the firsts play into that? That's it, right? And that's why I titled it the origins of you, right? Like the original time that something happened that set the foundation, the framework, shifts the trajectory of where we're going. And I know a lot of us don't necessarily have all of the memories, right? Sometimes you feel like, I don't remember that's anything me. in childhood. Yeah. And that's okay, right? We can actually work ourselves backwards. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't remember the first time something happened, that does not mean that you don't want to or need to do this work. But when we get activated present day, what's happening is we are coming into contact with something that's familiar. It's really uncommon as adults to have a fully new experience. And what I mean by that is, sure, the context might be different, right? Like it might be the first time that you're cheated on, but it might not be the first time you have felt betrayed. And so I think there is this need to understand, ooh, there's a surge of stuff that's coming up in this moment. And it's not just what's happening right now. This is everything that has happened in the past that feels familiar to this moment. And so our pain is, I say this in the book, our pain is not out to get us, right? Our wounds are not here to destroy our lives. They're not rubbing their hands cynically together like, I'm going to destroy her life. It's like our pain finds really clever ways to tug at us, right? It's like if you've ever dated emotionally unavailable people over and over again. If you've ever Mm -hmm. found yourself in the same conflict that you just can't shake, right? It's like, that's our pain bringing us back into contact with the thing that wants to be felt and acknowledged and observed and grieved. And that's the beauty that we can be really annoyed with it, but it's our system is so clever because it doesn't want us to just brute force our way through, white knuckle our way through. It wants us to tend to what's there. And so The origins, right? It's like the first time something left an impact on us. And obviously we have beautiful origins, lots of positive things. This book obviously focuses on more of the negative Mm -hmm. stuff that lays the foundation. But yeah, we have to begin to tend to that original pain so that it can release us almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting with the cheating example when you said the feeling is betrayal. I think oftentimes people... It's like, it's a step to get to that, to be like, I got cheated on and kind of be angry, but you have to go a little bit further and like, what's the feeling? And I think a lot of people don't have access to the vocabulary of emotions or expressions to really get to the pain and the grief of Mm -hmm. it and moving to the pain and the grief of it. I was just going to say, because I think it's so easy then to just focus on the other person too. We're just angry at the situation. We can't believe that this person would have done this to us. And it's really easy to stay in the victim position yes. in that, oh, yeah. in, in any scenario, mm-hmm. right? It's like, look what has been done to me. Yes. And oh, I know sometimes we need to hang out in that space for a little bit yep. because we just need to. But when we stay in a victim position, we avoid our healing. Mm-hmm. It moves us further away from it. And so at some point, we have to step out of that position in order to actually tune back into ourselves instead of making it about everybody else. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. 
If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.